What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Damn, we got a lot of news to talk about this week. I mean, like, there's, I just feel like there's some very important things that happened. And of course, we've got our resident expert in the house to help us uh, filter through all that noise and get the signal from everything that's just happened. Um, so we're going to have Nico from Simply Bitcoin, who just wrapped up a show with Lynn Alden, which was fire, by the way. So if you weren't watching it live, then after this, go back and watch that episode on YouTube. Uh, it was it was fantastic. So um, and quick shout out to the hoodie that I just received from Orange Pill app. It is not a dating app. So <laughs> add that. It's very festive. It's got some mistletoe and everything, but it's not a dating app. Uh, <laughs> met them down in uh, L.A. for Pacific Bitcoin. So anyways, thanks for the hoodie, guys. Looks beautiful. Uh, anyways, this is live. Anything can happen. So I defer to my friend Bill here. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, share, all those things help get this content in front of more eyeballs. I am Ben with the BTC Sessions. This is your daily session. Before we bring in Nico to fill us in on what's been going on, let's take a look at where we are in the market right now and some, some stats. Uh, Timechaincalendar.com. Thanks, TC, for this one. What an awesome tool. Sums, it, uh, sums up everything you need in a, in a nice little widget here. Um, anyways, we're sitting at 17359 cuck bucks per coin. A single US dollar, a.k.a. Uh, Moscow time, will pick you up. 5,761 sats. 91.59% of all Bitcoin have been mined, which is 19.23 million. And in terms of fees, low across the board, one sat per byte should do you just fine. Um, yeah, that sums that up. Again, love this dashboard. Super awesome. Uh, shout out to sponsors of the show, CoinKite.com. They've got the best damn hardware in the game. I've been traveling around doing deep dive tutorials on the cold card Mark IV, which I absolutely adore i've got way too many cold cards can you have enough cold cards i don't think so maybe <laughs> uh anyways they've got the block clock they've got sats cards they've got uh open dimes tab signers all kinds of awesome stuff also a curiosity of mine but uh sauna hats they now have i'm told those are important <laughs> anyways <laughs> Head over to coinkite.com, use code BTC Sessions for 5% off everything in the store. Up next, start nine. These guys are your sovereign computing solution. Build your Bitcoin stack, run Bitcoin Core, run your Lightning Node, run everything that you need from Bitcoin, but also run your everything digital. You can get your data out of the hands of corporations and get it into your own self sovereign machine running at home. You can host your own passwords your files, your pictures, all of that can be run from your Start9 embassy. So be sure to check them out. I have a full tutorial on how to build it yourself, or you can get the plug and play models and support Start9 in doing so. Check them out, start9.com. Now, if you're picking up some sats, if you are purchasing sats and your priorities are no KYC, 
peer-to-peer and self-custody, then HODL HODL is the place to go. You can sign up in minutes with nothing other than an email address and then be trading peer-to-peer with other individuals without the need for all of your private information and your firstborn child. You can go on here and just stack sats, no problem. Or if you're living on Bitcoin and you do happen to need some dollars for whatever reason, well, you can you know, make yourself a little bit of extra sats in the process by using HODL HODL. They also do have their lending platform in which nothing is ever rehypothecated. Uh, so I love this. You can get stuff directly into cold storage. It's the way to go. So check out hodlhodl.com. There's a link down below if you want to check it out as well. Uh, shout out to the guys over at privacypros.io and the bill funnel. If you're backing up any important Bitcoin wallet, get it in solid steel. You don't want that stuff on paper. You don't want to be worrying about fire damage and water damage. And so having it in solid steel helps those things go away. This is how I'm backing up my important stuff. They also have Faraday bags if you're one of those tinfoil hat people and you want to block signals from your hardware. Uh, so check them out, privacypros.io slash BTC sessions for a little deal at checkout. And finally, if you're stacking sats in Canada and you want the quickest and easiest way to do it, well, you can use shakepay.com. E-transfers in and out, no deposit or withdrawal fees. Uh, if you sign up with the link down below, and you buy your first 100 bucks worth of Bitcoin, they'll give you 10 bucks for free. They have shaking your phone every single day for free sats, sats back Visa card, all kinds of great stuff coming out of ShakePay. Check them out with the link down below. Uh, enough of the sponsors, but let's uh, really quick give a shout out to some people that have been streaming sats and leaving boostograms via Fountain or via Breeze or whatever your podcasting app may be that may stream sats. Shout out to the Luke Bird. Keep smashing it. Moonshot64. Love Start 9. I have an Embassy Pro on the way. Thank you for taking talking about these guys and their amazing journey. Thanks, man. Uh, we got Cliff B. Janger connected my Sparrow wallet to Bitcoin Core for the first time, time while listening to this wob. Awesome, man. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Uh, there's people that don't like you doing that, you know? Do you have a money trans- transmitter license for that, friend? I don't know. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, White Coat Hoddle, thank you for uploading Start9 Embassy tutorial. Was waiting for it a long time. Sorry for the wait. It is here now. Uh, and... Zyga boy and relax. Ben is back with his bouncy hair. Well, rock solid. I am still with it. Hair. Uh, at least Nick, what Nico said, <laughs> uh, there was comments on the bounciness of either of our hairs last episode. So, uh, it's back. Uh, Michael says, do not give in to evil, but proceed ever more boldly against it. I love it. Uh, and then <laughs> Joey says Christmas special shirtless panel. Is that really what the audience wants? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, enough of that. Let's bring in our friend, Nico. Uh, buddy, good to see you. That was a killer show with Lynn. How'd it go? How, how do you feel? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it was the first time Lynn's came on the show. Um, Overprepare. Uh, I hope I did all right. But I had a lot of fun, and now I'm glad to be on PTC Sessions. Always pumped to be here. Yeah, and uh, I, I thought it was fantastic. I thought you did a great job. Again, if anybody had, didn't watch it live, go back and check it out. And you, you're not on BTC Sessions. You're on Simply Sessions. Oh, oh yeah, so much better. Uh, <laughs> dude, thank you for being here. There's there's lots of stuff that's been going on um, that I feel like we can we get to discuss this week. Uh, some spicy stuff, but I, I'm going to let you start it off. What's What's been top of mind? What What are you interested in? Dude, I mean, the really, really, really big news today was 
Yeah, but you're, Ben, we have to like, we have to be real. Like what it is that we're living through. We're living through the separation of money and state. And some individuals in the state are fighting back. Um, I mean, let's start with that. Why? Let's start with that, yeah. shall we? Let's, let's, let's not, let's, let's, let's not keep, let's not let the people wait. Right. Yeah. So uh, this is the Digital Anti-Money Laundering Act that was introduced. It was a, it was bipartisan. It was by a Republican senator called Senator Marshall and the infamous Senator Elizabeth Warren <laughs> that hasn't exactly been friendly towards Bitcoin. Uh, it's called the Digital Assets Anti-Money Laundering Act. Um, this is Coin Center's take. Uh, it's an opportuni opportunistic, unconstitutional assault on cryptocurrency self-custody developers and node operators, right? And I had the opportunity to talk to our friends over at BPI, Bitcoin Policy Institute, and basically you're telling me this has no chance to pass. This is seen as an extreme view or extreme bill, even in D.C. Um, but I think the point that he tried to make that really caught my attention is the point of this is it's moving the Overton window, right? Um, they were also using words both Elizabeth Warren in her tweet and also um, and also uh, Senator Marshall. There's a video of him, and he said that Bitcoin is a national security risk. <laughs> we are at that point in the movie. Holy cow. Um, I, I thought that was pretty crazy. I'm not going to lie. Um so anyway, so like, what does this entail? It says, identify and record the personal information of every person who uses their software or sends transactions over the internet connected computers. Develop risk calibrated AML programs that block persons from using their software or network throughput if they suspect those people are moving funds related to a crime. And file reports about their users without a warrant, government request, or probable cause as the trigger. Wow. I mean, it's it's it, that's to me sounds like the most blatant, although it, it's not going to pass, but it's the most blatant. Then they fight you attempt that that we've seen, like just out there. Right. That that has been like, we're just yeah, we want AML KYC on non exchanges, but like software, like all wallets, miners, uh, nodes, just everything. absolutely wild and i want to get your your opinion on this it forces de the developers of unhosted wallet software to register before publishing code and it forces network nodes to register before relaying blockchain related information <laughs> That's, i mean how would you ever enforce that is the thing like it, 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 to me, it would be, you could make, you could shut the U S out or, you know, the, you could shut out the law abiding citizens of the U S that would be scared by this. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, you would never be able to stop it, but you could make life a nightmare for anybody that enjoys using Bitcoin. Um, I think, I think it's ridiculous, obviously, seeing this like and and uh, I mean, the main thing is you can't force somebody to run different software. And so 
you know, I tweeted out earlier today, did you know you can download Bitcoin Core right now and connect your spare wallet to it? And the other thing that I want to cover that is now going to be a video, but uh, um, Armin the Parman, uh, he's got a, a great tutorial website, but he shows how you can roll dice and through binary and the uh, BIP39, BIP39? Uh, BIP39 uh, word list put together your own seed phrase with nothing other than dice and a list of words and create a, a wallet. So soon rolling dice and getting a binary, uh, you know, if Elizabeth Warren had her way would be illegal. Yeah, dude, it, 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 that's exactly right. Like it's writing 12 words illegal. Like that, that's basically what they're saying. I completely agree with you, Ben. I think this is completely unenforceable, but I, I think that this is, and the other thing that a buddy of mine told me is that the silver lining of this, Ben, is that they're showing their cards. Yeah. They're telling you exactly what they want to do without explicitly saying they want to ban it. But this is a ban. Like this is a yeah. ban, right? Um, the fact that software developers have to register with uh, register with the government and ask the government for permission is absolutely absurd. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Um, it I saw who is it? I think it was Troy Cross tweeted out. He's like, part of me want like even though it won't pass, wants this to happen so that we can truly see where the vulnerabilities are, rip off the band-aid, and then and then the world at large can realize that this thing is not what they say it is and that it's unstoppable. Um, I, you know, I don't want to see it come to pass. I'd like to buy as much time as possible, mm -hmm. but you're right. Like it's showing, it's showing their cards of what's at least some people want. They want nobody to have access to this kind of freedom and they're not going to get what they want because they will only penalize, they'll penalize the people that are, you know, just regular people that just don't want to have their, their, the fruits of their labor clawed away from them by the state. That's who they're penalizing. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, it, but like, I get, like we've been saying, Ben, I think they're going to try everything in their power, but I think they're going to fail, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that they can't make our lives incredibly difficult. And we might just have to change the name of the show to instead of simply sessions el simply sessions starts speaking spanish it's a spanish show we'll all go to el salvador and get really yeah. tan and surf i mean i'm not gonna lie if if something like this were to pass here like where i am that would be a reason for me to leave the country um and and it would be a convincing because like the hardest part is family right the hardest yes. part is do I, you know, do you uproot your family and move to a different country um, for certain reasons and something that basically destroys your entire livelihood is that reason. And, and I think that family would then it, it would be justified because, you know, our, my life would be destroyed in that environment, but not if I lived in a friendly environment, if I were to move, um, and that that would be a very real thing for me. I would I would leave at that point because my entire life 
um, is built around this. And, and I'm, you know, I will go where that is allowed. I'm with you. And we could be neighbors on the beach. It's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> live, live shows. Okay. So, um, okay. So there's also this thing that I really wanted to highlight and take advantage of, of your show, Ben, take advantage of really getting this message out there. This is a peaceful revolution. It's all about taking action, 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 action. But this isn't a traditional kinetic war where you have to pick up a gun, you have to go fight, right? But you do have to fight. But the way that you fight is the trenches of the internet. This is narrative trench warfare, hand-to-hand, -hand, memes are artillery, memes are bullets, memes are artillery. Okay, this is what it's all about. And this is how powerful the internet is. This is what, you know, Elizabeth Warren, she's saying, like, look, this is a, a threat to national security, et cetera, et cetera. And just take a look at the comment section. It's just Bitcoiners going ham. And look at Jeff Booth. Is, as I have said many times, coercion and the loss of individual rights and freedoms is a natural path of manipulated money. The rule of law doesn't protect citizens from the manipulation of money. It protects those closest to the manipulation. And it's not only him. You had a flood of Bitcoiners. Oh, like you. I remember this is what BTC Sessions said. I remember liking you as I watched you grill bankers after the financial crisis. Bitcoin was created in response to the broken system. And now you're attempting to create legislation that would further empower the scumbags you are used to you used to fight congratulations last one by odell he says you put every american citizen at risk with government mandated surveillance these records will ultimately get hacked by foreign governments and other bad actors and take a look at this ratioed almost 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 the same amount of likes the bill is an attack on america shame on you and this is the power of the internet and this is why it's important for all of you guys whether you're just gonna like hang out on twitter and not post anything that like on the tweet that is combating or like at least providing a counter narrative to these people it is effective it works right doesn't take that much effort it's literally the click of a button but this is this is this is what it's all about can can we i wonder how it works um but have you seen uh those like sub tweet like uh the community wants to add context to this i would fucking <gasps> love to see one of those under elizabeth warren that is a great idea oh my god i don't what know do, how that works how does that work if people, if people know how that works that should be a thing people should be trying to do that right now so yeah. just yeah. man that is a that is a phenomenal idea wow and we could start an army oh my god i i agree yeah. with that it's a great idea Okay, so some more, some actual good news, right? I think we, I think we covered the the heavy topic, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is super bullish, right? Uh, and if if it was isolated, I would say this is noise. But if you start connecting the dots, holy cow, is this a big deal? Uh, Japan's largest power company, Tepco, to mine Bitcoin with XS Energy. That's insane, That's right? Really cool. That's what we've been saying for a long time. Now. On itself, you're like, okay, that's not that big of a deal. But remember, guys, what has happened in the last year, which we've been covering on Simply Sessions, right? It wasn't only Tempco. It was Russia as well. Russia's Gazprom and Bit, Bit River partnered to develop crypto mining operations. It was ConocoPhillips is selling extra gas, excess energy, to Bitcoin miners in North Dakota. ConocoPhillips bought Shell's natural gas operations right but shell also threw their hand their, their gloves in the ring oil giant shell makes move into bitcoin mining industry 
And then they're they're uh, making lubricants for Bitcoin miners. They're not actually mining themselves because they sold those op that they sold that operation to ConocoPhillips and ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil is mining Bitcoin in North Dakota as part of its plan to slash emissions. Dude, every energy company is eventually going to become a Bitcoin mining company, and you're witnessing it. These aren't small players. These are some of the largest energy companies in the world. Gazprom is absolutely massive. If you live in Europe, you know who they are, right? In the United States, you know what ExxonMobil is. You know what ConocoPhillips is. You know what Shell is. And now in Japan, largest power company is what? Mining Bitcoin. Dude, Bitcoin's going to 51% attack all the excess energy of the world, bro. It's going to oh, gobble it up. Imagine the fucking head, like, again in the context of people like Elizabeth Warren, imagine the fucking headlines around, you know, Bitcoin starts gobbling up the massive amounts of energy that we just waste every day. Right. Like I, I there's some, I can't remember the ridiculous stat of like, you know, the percentage of energy that is produced on earth, like more than half of it is just waste. Like it just doesn't go anywhere. And, but that's what Bitcoin will eat up. And then all of a sudden it will be like Bitcoin uses more energy than, you know, every other purpose of energy on earth. Yes. Cause you were wasting all of it. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Like the, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? It was, it was literally going to waste and uh, Bitcoin has found a way to use that energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's, there's much more to come. <laughs> So next one, uh, quick update on SBF. Uh, Sam Bankman fried, uh, arrested in the Bahamas. U.S. government filed criminal charges and will likely seek extradition. So let's check it out, shall we? Here's the official report. Uh, on December 12, 2022, the Office of Attorney General of the Bahamas is announcing the arrest by the Royal Bahamas Police Force of Sam Bankman-Fried, former CEO of FTX. And apparently this was because the U.S. wanted to extradite him. Here is the official tweet by the U.S. Attorney General. USA Damian Williams earlier this evening, Bahamas attorneys, uh, authorities arrested uh, SBF at the request of the U.S. government based on a sealed indictment filed by the SDNY. Now, what's really interesting, though, Ben, is that they arrested him the day before he was meant to testify in front of Congress. <laughs> what's going on there? Okay, so as a result, uh, no, so, okay. So another thing is that he is in prison until February 14th. They denied him bail. And now think about the psychology of that. He went from living at a $40 million penthouse in the Bahamas with all his friends, and now he is in a Bahamian prison cell until February 14th, pending extradition to the United States. Bail has been denied. The thoughts that must be going through his head, holy cow. Well, and, and from what I saw, it's a pretty rough prison that he's in. It's not like some you know, white collar, we're going to put you in effectively like your own condo with a fence around it. It's like a, bah a Bahamian, like rough and tumble. Like there's shitty people in there. <laughs> it doesn't look nice. Yeah, dude. It, 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 it's, it's heavy, man. It's, it's a heavy pill. It's, it's definitely a heavy pill to swallow. And, but I mean, I, I like, do I feel bad for him? My heart does, dude. 
because mm-hmm. I, I don't you don't want to see anybody suffer. But at the same time, think about all the harm he caused people. Think about yeah. their life savings that that uh, that he stole. The silver lining of this, though, is I think it's waking up a lot of people to Bitcoin, not crypto. And I think it's waking up a lot of people to not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Right. So I think yeah. there is some positive aspects to it. But now I'm going to tie this in with some other news, right? Which, by the way, I think this is a really good representation of what is wrong with mainstream general, uh, main, mainstream media overall, right? Because I, I think that this is exactly the case with CNN, NBC, and uh, like all those media sources, right? I think that they're bought and paid for by special interest groups. Now, it's funny because you see the same thing happening in the crypto industry itself, right? So SBF secretly funded the Block News Organization. CEO uh, Michael McCaffrey used Almeida money to buy out other investors, becoming the majority shareholder himself. And then he resigned in shame. Now, what's really interesting, right, is that, dude, do you think the block is going to cover uh, FTX negatively uh, after that donation? Right. And I think that's exactly the case with what's happening in legacy media as well. Right. This is why they're so skewed the way they are. I know in Canada, for example, dude, a lot of the media sources are state owned or they're they're funded by the state. Right. So like this talk about. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the CBC here. um, I covered this. uh, I was chatting about it. Actually, last week we were talking about exactly this this topic on why are we bullish? Um, and, And I was making the same kind of like conclusion that you're coming to in that if you can print money you can pay people to say nice things about you and then shift like shift that narrative you can build the narrative yourself because you've got unlimited resources to do so and the same thing the, the same thing is absolutely true of legacy media and the perfect example is here in Canada CBC is our national news broadcast, the Canadian Broadcasting uh, Corporation. And it, it, the revenue that it makes every year is around $1.7 billion. Um, and they, $1.1 billion of that is from the Canadian government. $1.1 billion of their $1.7 billion in revenue is from the Canadian government. They just, they take it from the taxpayers and then they just, stuff the coffers of the CBC with it. And with that, I imagine there's a uh, an incentive to not irk people <laughs> in government too much with your reporting. I would imagine that is something that's in the back of the mind when you're, you're getting 1.1 billion fucking dollars. Um, and it, it's just insane to me that this is the world that we live in and that people don't assume there's misaligned incentive. <laughs> One billion, that's nothing. No, I'm sure I'm sure they keep their integrity. Yeah. And honest reporting. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, but yeah, dude, it, it's 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 atrocious. It's atrocious. Oh no, and then they they've what I've heard also is that they're trying to pass hostile regulation that would force platforms like YouTube to treat yeah. a, a, basically the sources of which they pay all this money to, and they would, it would give them preferential treatment versus independent creators. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they want um, various laws in Canada where even on, yeah, like on YouTube, on whatever social platforms and they're, they're framing it as protecting Canadian content creators. Um, But the, the, what can happen there 
is if you're a Canadian content creator, but you're not featuring enough Canadian content in what you're doing, then that puts you outside of kind of the realm of what, what they want to get behind. And so you would, I don't know, then be throttled or, or like not shown as much because even though you're Canadian, you're referring to content that is not Canadian. So there's like a quota and like, at, at the end of the day, like, what does that do? It stifles, it, it, it stifles uh, competition and, and quality. And, and we see that in Canada in a lot of instances, but like in, in mobile, like cell phone providers, um, we've got like three companies that basically offer that. And we've got the highest cost for mobile internet in the world, more or less. Um, because we refused to let like there were like T-Mobile and some other companies wanted to come to Canada and they were like, they're going to they're going to take our jobs and everything, which like they would have to hire Canadian people to work for the company in Canada. So it was bullshit. It was just them creating this oligarchy, this moat around the Canadian market. But it, yeah, it's, Dude, it's insane. total clown world. We must take away the money printer, bro, because that I think that's really what breaks all the incentives, man. It's 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 absolutely absurd. Um, okay, so um, interesting, and I'm going to tie this really with what we were covering here, and then I think the, whoa, that is scary. Where is the Jeff? <laughs> that was, whoa, she's here. What? She's here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to tie this in with this Jeff Booth uh, tweet because I think it's really the, the, the cherry on top. So we covered this, guys, right? You know, the digital assets anti-money laundering. They want to KYC developers working on bitcoin right they uh, clearly they, they they don't like self-custody um and i think that this is just a continuation right of 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 where things are going i always say this guys it, bitcoin or slavery i don't exaggerate when i say that slavery means central bank digital currencies bitcoin obviously means i mean freedom bitcoin obviously means freedom right so um coinbase received 12,320 government demands for customer info this year, up 66% from last year, right? And you be, you can make the arguments like, Nico, like, you know, it's for crime, it's for this, it's for that. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm suspicious. We saw this, right? We covered this on Simply Sessions. The IRS reminds Americans earning over $600 on PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App transactions to report their earnings, right? But at the same time, this is, a, this is a helicopter with money dropping off. The Pentagon fails its fifth audit in a row. Quote, I would not say that we flunked, said Department of, of De Department of Defense Comptroller Mike Moncra uh, McCord. Although his office did note that the Pentagon only managed to account for 39% of its 3.5 trillion with a T. $3.5 trillion in assets. But you, you, you dirty peasant, let me know where you keep your $600. Wow. And this reminds me of what Jeff Booth's response to Elizabeth Warren was. As I have said many times, coercion and the loss of individual rights and freedoms is the natural path of manipulated money. The rule of law doesn't protect citizens from the manipulation of money. It protects those closest to the manipulation and i definitely think the pentagon is awfully close <laughs> the the crazy thing about it i just did some quick math let's say there's how many how many people are in the us uh about 400 million 380 million 
Okay, so we'll just we'll we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Four hundred million a times six hundred dollars a piece. Uh, you know, like well, they, they basically like what they're trying to hone in on your six hundred dollar transaction. If every person uh had, you know, if they went after every person for like a six hundred dollar transaction, that's two hundred forty billion dollars uh, versus the how many like a couple trillion that the. <laughs> <laughs> that that they're they're missing uh from their audit over there so like it's it's just laughable that this is what they're trying to clamp down on when you have entities that are literally like oh I'm, no i don't know what happened to that two trillion dollars <laughs> dude rules for thee but not for me and then it, it all it's all interconnected what you said about the the broadcasting and institutions in, in canada being paid like their their main source of income is like it's like 1.1 billion but where's that coming from the money printer or is that money from the pentagon coming from from the money printer and then they're like hey guys you need to audit themselves and they're like uh, i i don't know where 61% of 3.5 billion trillion dollars is like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, we did pretty well. We accounted for 30 something percent of the money. Holy shit. It's, it's like, and nobody blinks an eye at this. Nobody no. blinks an eye at this. And they're like, well, and people will go to all these lengths to explain away like, well, this is necessary because are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, 100%. And yeah. then check, take a look at this. The new rule about the $600 came from the American Rescue Plan. <laughs> please rescue and us. The, the IRS, rem yeah, please rescue us by, by taxing us. And then Americans earning over $600 on PayPal, Venmo, Cash. Dude, it, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, I, I want to I take advantage of, of this last, Ben, which is EU to make crypto companies report tax details to authorities, right? So like connect all the dots, right? IRS $600, the Elizabeth Warren bill, KYC wallet developers, open source developers still in, in jail without bail in, in the Netherlands, EU to make crypto companies report tax details. I would make the argument that this is the inevitable march towards banning self-custody outright. Um, it would force reg it would force exchanges to report the balances and transactions of of individuals in Europe. And then there's a statement by a European Central Bank official. The official's name is called Fabio Panetta. And um in this he basically makes the case that he wants to ban proof of work and digital assets, but at the same time, more corruption, more BS. The same Fabio Panetta also wrote a paper for the Bank of International Settlements. We know how Augustin Carson feels about Bitcoin. He's he's the very big guy that looks like the Hamburglar. He's that, the final it, boss. The final boss, right? <laughs> yeah. That got caught with this very famous video that says central bank digital currencies would give us total control. That guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He wrote a paper for them not too long ago, right? February 2022. And in that paper... What is he advocating for? Central bank digital currencies. And why is he against Bitcoin? Because in a fair match, in a, here's the guy, in a fair match, him and Elizabeth Warren, match made in heaven. In a fair match, right, 
between Bitcoin and central bank digital currencies. Bitcoin would take central bank uh, digital currencies to absolute school. It has better incentives, censorship resistance, cap supply, deflationary, CBDCs, censorship, inflationary, but they don't want a fair competition. They want special treatment because they're the central bankers, right? So this is just another sign of corruption, bro. This is peak clown world, man. The Pentagon can account for 60% of 3.5 trillion. Elizabeth Warren wants software developers to register with the state. They want you to report $600. And then this schmuck basically is like Bitcoin bad, tyranny money good. Like clown world, I'm glad Bitcoin exists. And soon I'm calling it, this show will be called El Simple Sessions. Welcome. <laughs> I'm your host, Nicolas, and this is Ben. <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> uh, by the way, I can make a joke about that, guys, because I'm Hispanic. So there's a there's a there's a get out of jail free card with that. What what would uh, uh, what would BTC sessions then become? Is it what's the uh, sessiones? Sessiones. <laughs> Welcome. No. Hola, cómo estás? Somos BTC sessiones. <laughs> I need. I need some Spanish lessons, so you're gonna be teaching me on the beach. Uh. Oh man! Oh yeah, this would be great. We could. It's great. We could do the shows from the beach. It's wonderful. One day, one day. It seems. It seems. It seems like a lot of people uh, are working hard to make that a reality uh, in a roundabout way. So who knows? We shall. We shall see. Um, but yeah, man. Um, despite all of this. In, in a world where all of these shitheads that you just discussed got exactly what they wanted, Bitcoin would still exist. Mm -hmm. And TikTok next block, it would still continue to work because there would be people, there would be jurisdictions that would be friendly. There's still going to be those, but there's also going to be people that just don't give a fuck. The China bandit. How much of the hash rate is still in China right now? Estimated. I feel like 20%. 20%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you have one of the most powerful nation states on, on earth outright ban it and say, no, none of this here. And 20% of the hash is still there. That tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, 100%, man. The, the, the incentives are irresistible, and I think that's why we're going to win. And all they have left is coercion. But the more they use coercion, the more they wake people up to Bitcoin's incentives. So it's like it, 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 every time, man, they, they put the hammer down they really there's a there's a percentage of those people that just escape. They get out of the golden cage and they're like, you know what? You guys could have fun in there. Um, I'm going to stay here, you know. So, yeah, man. But uh, crazy I, I news cycle. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that the entire time we discussed this, that guy is on the screen just like looking <laughs> super unimpressed with everything. We have to say. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Uh, dude, thank you so much for this. There was there was some spicy stuff that happened this week. I'm glad you were here to uh, to sum it up with me. And uh, we'll be doing it again next week. And you'll also be back for a second show next week, which I'm going to discuss with the audience in a moment. But dude, thank you so much for your time. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we got to chat today. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm Nico from Simply Bitcoin, and this is your Simply Sessions. Later, man. Awesome. Uh, people, we still got a few things to cover here. Uh, thank you, Nico, for being here. Again, go subscribe to Simply Bitcoin if you're not already and go check out his, uh, his interview that he just did, just wrapped up with Lynn right before this show. 
it was epic. So check it out. Uh, let's take a look at a couple things I was up to this week. Uh, I dropped a tutorial earlier, actually just the other day, uh, how, and it's relevant to everything we're talking about, how to get non-KYC Bitcoin via HODL HODL, but they have an integration in Trezor Suite. So if you're a person who has a Trezor and you're using Trezor Suite as is, um, you can just go to the part where it says buy Bitcoin and you look, there's a little button that says buy P2P and it will uh, bump you directly to HODL HODL. You can basically set up and find a, a contract with another individual. You're, you're trading peer to peer through a variety of different payment methods, whatever you choose. And then you get a receive address direct to your treasure. So as soon as you execute, execute the trade, it goes directly into your cold storage. So kind of cool. Check it out. There's been lots of good comments and sharing around on it. So yeah, check it out. It is on the YouTube channel. Uh, another thing, obviously, tomorrow, come back for uh, Why Are We Bullish? We've got Optimus, uh, also from Simply Bitcoin. We've got Ian Major coming back. Uh, awesome. Undersubscribed Bitcoin content creator here on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't checked him out, do so, Ian Major. Uh, and then we've got Mateo from Orange Pill App. That's going to be on. Uh, super stoked to have him as well. He's a fun guy. I got to hang out with him a little bit in uh, LA at Simply uh, Simply Bitcoin, at uh, Pacific Bitcoin. Uh, awesome dude. And guys, the thing I am so excited about, we're eight days out from the most epic Christmas show of all time, I got to give you a rundown of who's going to be here. Also, shout out to uh, to the gentleman, uh, World of Rusty, who put together this image. It is incredible. I He's like, yeah, you know, I couldn't do it last year, but super happy to do it again this year. Um, and, and he's like, I'm whipping something together. Me thinking like, oh, you know, he probably won't have enough time to do anything too huge. Look at this image. It's insane. It looks real and fabricated and and beautiful. And like it, it's all of these different things all at the same time. He has incorporated every single guest in some way into this image. Even if you don't like, like I'll just point out Seed Signer uh, is going to be on the show. He put a little Seed Signer over up here on the ledge by the tree. Yellow's up top peeking down on everybody. Lynn Alden's on a trapeze for some reason. Greg Zash is outside the window because he just wasn't invited. Uh, but, <laughs> but there's like all of these things in here, all these cool little like Easter eggs to find. Shout out to World of Rusty for putting this together. Anyways, uh, I digress. Take a listen to this friggin' guest list. We're going to have Rodolfo Novak, Stefan Levera, Max Kaidun from Hoddle Hoddle, Matt Hill from Start Nine, John Stephanopoulos from FutureBit, Seed Signer, Adam O, Nico, obviously from Simply Bitcoin, Steve Barber from Upstream Data, Alex Gladstein, Robert Breedlove, Lynn Alden, Tip, John Vallis, Michael Saylor, Samson Mal, Bernard Para from Bitnob, Jack Mallers, Joe Hall from Cointelegraph, Jeff Booth, Obi from Fetty, uh, Adam Back. Adam Back, oh my God, what a, what a privilege to have him on. Uh, Elise Colleen, Mark Moss, Safedine, uh, Greg Zaj, Yellow, Sean Harris, Bitcoin Becca, American Hoddle, and others likely. Holy crap. Um, yeah, it's going to be epic. And to answer Martin in, uh, in the, uh, in the uh, chat here, yes, it's the same artist that does Tone Bass. 
uh, he actually recommended that I, I chat with him and yes, same, same artist. Uh, anyways, guy is absolutely epic. So the way the show is going to work, it's going to be 30 minute panels with groups of myself and three others. And each panel will have a specific topic that is bullish about Bitcoin. So every 30 minutes, we're going to focus on a singular topic with a group of people that have something to say about it. And then at the end of that 30 minutes, we swap in a new panel for a new topic. It is going to run for a while. It starts at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time, and it will run probably to about 10 uh, so it's going to be about five hours long, maybe a little bit longer. We shall see. Depends. We have a, the final group is just a giant panel for the after party uh, and yellow talking about his prophecy. Uh, so make sure you don't miss it. It's going to be a hell of a time. I'm so, so excited. And like, I also humbled that so many incredible people would, would take the time to join me for this. So I'm, uh, you know, I get misty talking about it. I, I would never have expected so many people to volunteer their time to come be part of this. Uh, but it's going to be the merriest damn Bitcoin or Christmas ever. So don't miss it. Uh, Friday, December 23rd, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Bring a beverage, you know, turn on the fireplace, kick back, enjoy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Anyways, guys, I'm going to wrap up there. Uh, of course, like, subscribe, share, uh, all the thing all those things help this show a ton. So please do those. Uh, if you want to do another thing, you can check out the uh, show sponsors down below coin kite, start nine, hodl, hodl, bill foddle, uh, and shake pay. Um, if you are looking for additional help when it comes to tutorials, like if the free tutorials on YouTube aren't enough and you need some back and forth and like direct one-on-one -on -one help, I am booking one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions through my website, btcsessions.ca. And if you really liked what you saw, you can always drop me a Bitcoin tip at my strike page, strike.me slash BTC sessions, head there, type in any amount you want, hit the tip button. You'll see a lightning invoice, or if you tap the arrow to the right, you'll see a regular Bitcoin QR code. Uh, with that, I'm out. Guys, thank you for joining me so much. Um, have a wonderful day or evening, wherever you may be. See you guys next time. See you tomorrow for your daily session. Total the Bitcoin.